and welcome to the Don't Break the Earth podcast. Right, today we are speaking to Alison Lauren, who is uh, a member of the Aetherius Society. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously, we get to speak to her about well, we're, what spoke to her about the uh, planets, what from what, what NASA's hiding yeah. from the public, um, the spirit world. I think we touched on the spirit world as well. Whilst we, we I think um, we did um, a brief summary of uh, who Count Saint Germain is. Yeah, and I managed to disagree with Gandhi. Well, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, well, I tried to get get my head around exactly what was being said, essentially. But you know, I'm I'm a little bit half, I'm halfway there now. Well, yeah, so. I mean, you were fence over there. Yeah, yeah I'm so. sitting fence with this, and but um, um, I quite enjoyed it because I um, study it and you know, I learned this for many years. Mm. So, you know, but I still thought Alison was great. You know, oh she yeah, she was great. That. Yeah, she answered all the questions, and you know, she got me a little bit halfway. Like I say, halfway there towards understanding what's going on. We also touched on the uh, alien business as well, didn't we? What, mm. Who are who are the real aliens, and you know who are the uh, you know imposters? Yeah, there's there's loads of shit there to get yeah. your teeth into. Yeah. Uh, just before we get into it, obviously we're still running the comp- competition for the t-shirts. Yep. Okay, so all you got to do is email us with the the six countries you think listen to the podcast um, the most. So when you send your email, it's just one Mexico, two. Chile, free Brazil, for America, whatever. Argentina, yeah, yeah. 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 And until you're done with your six, and then whoever gets the closest or gets exactly the right answer, yeah. Yeah. obviously. You you know, get a t-shirt. Might... I'll tell you, the t-shirts are absolutely fantastic. Yeah. You know, you're missing out. If you yeah. do go for this competition, I mean, that, that, you know. Yeah. If you haven't seen the t-shirts, go to our YouTube channel. Just type yeah. in Don't Break the Oath Podcast on YouTube. You'll find that. We've got a little t-shirt video on there. Or go to the mm. uh, website. I'll go to the Paranormal Hangout on Facebook and then yeah, obviously you'll see us. people who have already so bought the t-shirts yeah. uh, pitched on there. But um, yep, yeah, so that that being said, right, let's get on with the show. Yep. So we give you... Alison Lovell. Yes, well, I'm, my name is Alison Lawrence and I've been with the Ethereum Society for many years. I don't really want to say how many at this stage. That's uh, okay. But um, I knew I knew Dr. King, and uh, I've had many sightings. I mean, I've looked at other organisations. I haven't found anything that really holds the candle to the Ethereum Society. It covers many aspects of metaphysical teaching, and uh, I, we're in the space age now. Yeah. And uh, I'm a firm believer. Uh, I be, I'm a follower of the ancient alien theorists that we've been watched for many years, if not thousands of years. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, why would they stop now? Now that we know we've got the atomic bomb and we're sending rockets to the moon and uh, even thinking of sending one to Mars, you're going to tell me that they've suddenly lost interest in us? I, no. I don't think so at all. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. So it's like, a, what's that guy we used to listen to? So it's like uh, they watch us and, you know, it's like children playing with matches. As soon as they play with the matches, right, we're coming right down, we're going to sort yeah, you out, yeah. you know, little children, you know, playing with fire. So I know, absolutely, we are. And, and we're dangerous. And we also now pose a danger to possibly the solar system. Because, uh, you know, if we really damage the planet, then that's going to affect all the other planets as well. Of course, yeah. Mm. yeah. So, so right off the bat then, should we get... Should we get this, um, you know, definition of this alien down as far as we understand it, or as far as you believe? Um, you know, 
you know, my belief is that these creatures, uh, if you want to call them that, come from other planets uh, in the universe, etc. Um, you know, on on ships, nuts and bolts ships, and, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, I mean, do you go along with that, or do you have a different, slightly different take on that? Well, um, I do believe that the the universe is full of uh, populated planets. Yeah. But I also believe that the contacts, most of the contacts that we've had on this Earth are from within this solar system. And uh, we're a great believer in life on all the planets, but not necessarily on this physical plane. Okay. Because we believe in life after death, different realms of existence, and uh, say a, a more advanced life form isn't going to be living on this gross, what we call gross physical plane, and they're made of finer matter, but they're still real, and they can travel through the realms, which is why there's so, so many cases of a, a UFO appearing, then blinking out. Yeah, blinking and blinking out, yeah. It's happened. So they, they've obviously got a science, that uh, the technology that we haven't even begun to tap Mm. So do you think this is something that's achievable for human beings then? Well, I think we're getting closer. But mm. uh, I also believe that uh, the contacts that we've had in the past, I mean, I believe in ancient civilizations like Atlantis and Lemuria, and uh, we were more advanced then, and uh, we've regressed. That's uh, our belief, very much so. And uh, But we've still become more dangerous Mm. Yeah, um, well, yeah. Obviously, we come on. Obviously, it's say again. It's you know, one civilization comes up, we advance, and all of a sudden, bang, we're back, back where we are again. And then it just, you know, it's happened twice. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it, it is provable as well. You know, it is provable. well, it is. There's you know. there's a lot of indication. In fact, we've had a lot of contact with Mars. I mean, look at the pyramids on Mars. You know, there's so much that NASA are hiding from us. And I really think they have a duty to inform the population of Earth that there's more to life. You know, we can't be governed by the, the silence group or other organizations who want to keep us under control yeah. in ignorance, which of is course. the truth. What would be the ramifications then, uh, Alison, or say, say NASA came out and said, yes, there is life on these planets and so and so. I mean, I mean what would be so bad if... We've proved that there's life on Mars, yeah, haven't we? I yeah. mean, uh, microbial life, so... No, but obviously... Twice. It, yeah. But, but, I mean, but we're talking about more intelligent, aren't Yeah, we? what they're talking about, actually, you know... Yeah. I mean, they, they, they want to keep it to microbial life, but in fact, there's a very advanced life. And... Uh, there, there's lots of evidence that there are large underground cities on Mars, for instance. Okay. And what is very interesting is that in 1958, um, there was a series of transmissions uh, given by a, a great uh, well, Martian, Martian intelligence, who yep. referred to as Mars Sector 6, telling us that there are large underground cities and cities on the surface of, the, of their world. So um, they've been hiding it, and it's come out quite recently. There's, um, they've taken infrared photographs, nine levels of infrared photography, so they can't fake it, showing structures beneath the surface. And this, this all came out in the late 60s and 70s, so the Theory Society was ahead of the game. Yep. 
And in fact, I've actually seen photographs of cities on the surface in the the southern hemisphere of Mars, which has been partially airbrushed out. But maybe there are some people within NASA who do want the truth to get out. Mm. And so they just leave a little clue here and there. But it's really substantiates everything that the Ethereum Society has said for, for decades. Yeah. Who, who was this? Uh, did, you, did you say it was an alien that let people know about this? Uh, yes, absolutely. I'm talking about Mars Sector 6. I mean, I think do you have to understand um, that Dr. King, who is obviously the founder and president of the Ethereum Society, he was contacted by uh, alien beings, so the first one being uh, someone using the pseudonym of Aetherius. Yeah. And uh, and then there are others, some from some Mar. We call them cosmic masters. That's how we refer to them, like Mars Sector Six and and others, because they want the truth to get out as well. But they're also limited by, if you like, the karma of the human race. And this is where nuts and bolts and mysticism, I'm afraid, they join forces. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, say two thousand years ago. You, you couldn't tell an ignorant rabble that there was life on Venus or Mars. They wouldn't know what on earth you were talking about. Because if you look at the Bible, it's full of um, sightings like flying scrolls and the chariots of fire. You know, people were taken up in a whirlwind. Yeah, yeah. But if you look at it in today's terminology, you understand. The cloud. Uh, exactly. Yep. Oh, clouds don't move like that. No. And, and they wouldn't understand the concept of... Uh, a flying craft, you know, in biblical times. Mm. Absolutely. So, I mean, uh, well, I'm interested to know, obviously you mentioned that there's life on more than just Mars, but for, for now, if we just want to stick to Mars for a little bit. Okay, yeah. Um, well, we know, I, well, I'm, we don't yeah, know. Do we know that every planet is, to these, me, is, is um, life, but it's on a different vibration, different frequency. But, you've you know, got it, that's right. But yes. it's, obviously, it's... Um, you know, we'll just stick to Mars, yeah. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. If okay. we're talking about structures um, yes. uh, being built, then that that seems to to me to indicate more physical beings. I don't know. I mean, that might be well, uh, I think really, you know, to uh, go into it, you need to look at the grades of matter and actually what we're, you know, certain grades of matter. You've got, you know, your solid, liquid, gas, and then you've got your etheric, supertheric, and atomic, subatomic, and atomic. So it's all different. You know, um, I think somebody told me one time. That if you look at it this way, I mean, you've got Earth, it's blue, it's the water and all that. And I think these really to house our bodies, because our bodies need water, need food and that. But some of these bodies that haven't got that. Yes. Yeah, but surely we're just a product know, of... Uh, this is just a spacesuit. What you're, what we're sitting, what I'm having now is a spacesuit. You're absolutely right. And you know, in fact, so, consciousness, consciousness will wrap around itself the type of physical structure that it needs to survive yeah. and live on whatever planet it's living on. Mm. And the mm. conditions could be very different from ours. I mean, if we could take a spaceship from here, right, and go to Mars, I don't think you'd see anything, you know, really. You might see, but I mean, look all the stuff that's on the moon, all the structures, all the... Well, there you know, are structures what, on I mean, the moon. What did they see on the moon? Why, why, did, why, why wasn't they brought back and shown to the public, say, look, we found, we found these structures, why was they hidden? You know, it's quite, you know, it's... Well, one of the things, you see, um, you've got, you know, NASA's obviously in charge, but it was initially set up as a defence programme, and then it changed into uh, space travel. Hmm. And then they came up with something that's referred to as the Brookings Report, where they outlined the reasons why 
humanity should be kept in ignorance. Yeah. And one of the things that they're worried about is uh, the effect it would have on people who think that, say, there's only one and only God, theirs is the only way, the religious way. And I think governments would also lose control over people. Mm. And so they don't want us to know. But you see, the thing is, when you get all these, uh, the rovers and uh, curiosity and opportunity, sending back thousands upon thousands of images, NASA do not have control over all of them. And anyone who's ready can download, can receive these images, and they and they put them up. They publish them. Mm. So yeah, yeah. we're well, seeing... Then, then it said it isn't brought I, back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen I mean, uh, a couple of pictures like that, you know, of uh, rockets taking off, and uh, I mean these fireworks that we still pretend yeah, to use. Yeah, yeah. the actually fireworks. Yeah, yeah I mean, fireworks. But, uh, but they, I've seen pictures <laughs> of them where someone's pointing out what's that object in the background, and then they've gone back on NASA's website, you know, a couple of hours later, or whatever, and that object's been airbrushed out. You know, yes. yeah, yeah. 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 And they've still got they've still got the original picture though. They're like, well, I still got the original. I still want to know what it is. You know what I mean? Yes. But, yeah, if it comes back, but um. Yeah, before we move on, like these structures on Mars, um, obviously, like I say, you know, that, that leads me to believe more physical beings are creating structures. Like, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. If that, you know, if that's yeah, I mean, they are still physical. They are still physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we know if they're still? Sorry, I was just going to say, do we know if they're still being used today, or is this a is this a product of a civilization past? Um, well, I think that uh, life on Mars has moved up a level, but they've still left. They, I mean, they operate on all the levels. And there is vegetation on Mars. That's another thing. You know, in the late 19th century, they were talking about the canals of Mars. And then every time they looked, they're in a different position. So uh, they, you know, people then thought, ah, oh, right, there's definite, there are Martians. And uh, they were preparing for the wars of the worlds and all that sort of thing. Mm. And then they started sending the first uh, rockets or, you know, spacecraft with the uh, all their technology to photograph things, and it looked like a desert. But it wasn't, it, you know, that's only half the story. Because also they try to make out that there's no proper atmosphere on Mars. Mm. But, I mean, even NASA have published photographs of lakes so that there's water. So for water to exist, there has to be enough pressure in the atmosphere for it to remain as water and not to be evaporated. Yeah, I mean, I've seen pictures. Uh, I think uh, Richard the Earl on Rich Planets done a, an episode on this where he actually took a load of uh, NASA's photographs allegedly Ooh. from Mars. He thinks some of them are uh, filmed in deserts and some of them are in Anta uh, the Antarctic. But, but um, he um, he did an episode on it where he actually showed the how the pictures were doctored and that this the atmosphere is actually blue on Mars. Yes, yeah, exactly. And it, and it's yeah. just altered to look red. So, mm. yeah. I know you can you can tell because there's the picture of the American flag on one of the rovers, and when they'd uh, changed the colour of the whole image to look redder, the flag was a different colour. Mm. And in fact, a whole article came out in a magazine called Atlantis Riding, Rising, and they did a whole um, article. Uh, on Mars and uh, all these, uh, you know, conspiracy theories that there's this big cover-up. Mm. So definitely, yeah, yeah. So, absolutely, yeah. And I mean, there are trees. I've seen photographs of trees. You know, all the things that they say can't exist. I mean, that the ice is uh, carbon dioxide. Well, you'd have to. You couldn't have water on the one hand, plant life, 
and uh, carbon dioxide in ice, which is what they call dry ice, because there's no in-between stage between uh, being frozen and then evaporating into the gas. It doesn't go into a liquid state like, say, water before it evaporates. Mm. So they're contradicting themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, fair enough. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah but I think, <laughs> my, really, I, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I still say <laughs> I'm a bit, bit pessimistic. Like, we live in a lunatic asylum, yeah? And yes. I, I do. We live in a lunatic asylum, uh, Alison, and um, I can't see uh, any these alien beings letting the loonies come out the asylum. So if, if they're going to take rockets or spaceships to another planet, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa you know. Yeah. Maybe, I, I don't think the mind probes, because obviously it's uh, it's information and knowledge, but I don't, I can't see um, them like to land on these planets. Uh, the moon landings, yeah, but that, see, you know, that's, you know that's, uh, you see, people say that as a, you know, they can understand from their point of view, but from my point of view, if there's a, if there's an alien race that's stopping us leave this planet, then that no, I, don't, I, I think no, they, I don't think no, there's an alien race that will stop us. Stop I think they're just watching. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they'll uh, inhibit our progress, and I think scientific progress is important mm. to the human race as a whole. But I mean, we do have to sort out. Our planet first. I mean, on the one hand, you've got terrible poverty and famine and starvation, and and then you've got uh, the other side, uh, very wealthy people yep. who do more. Mm. And I think there has to be an end to religious intolerance, and that seems to be getting worse, not better. Yeah. Well, you've got two things going on. Um, you know, on the one hand, there's a, a, a sort of a yearning to get to the truth, the spiritual truth. And you see, in the Ethereum society, we believe that some of the great teachers who came to our world, say like uh, Sri Krishna, Buddha, Jesus and others, they came in human form. They incarnated a part of their consciousness into the human cycle of reincarnation to give us, give us a teaching which yep. we were ready to receive. And I mean... You know, I don't want to be evangelical, but I will quote this. I mean, Jesus did say, I come from the house of David and the bright and morning star. Yeah, well, Venus. Venus, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they they left it in. I mean, it's jolly lucky that they didn't take that out. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, it's, it's probably quite a lot, didn't, didn't they? They didn't realise the consequences of what it actually <laughs> meant, yeah. No, they no, I think they, there's a few bits in the Bible like that, isn't there? It's, it's like a, a code, isn't it? The Bible. Yeah. Well, I think it is because you know. some bits have been removed, yeah, so you, you so you try and decipher it. Aren't you? That's that's you know, about the problem. I mean, all you got to do, I mean, I'm not going to keep on the subject, uh, but you can. I mean, people, a lot of people now, in my opinion, are waking up. Okay, they're seeing the they're seeing the uh, the lies and the this all this stuff now through the media and everything else, and. What gets me is these people who are, you know, in charge, well, kind of in charge, now they're putting it out in your face, okay? Yes. So the information's there now, and they laugh at you because you do, they don't think you're going to look at it, you know? They'll put it out in their posters, uh, on the television, everywhere, and you can see it all the time now. So they're not afraid to put it movies. out in the... Yeah, movies. They stick it in the movies. Mm. I know. It, it's a strange know. psychology that we have. Absolutely, yeah. That we can believe things if it's part of a science fiction Mm. movie or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's almost as though it's part of a plan to get us to realise that actually a lot of it could be true. (laughs) Mm. I think 
if I were talking to someone from another planet, I, I would say this is the best way to approach mankind because they can understand it through fiction. Yeah. It's a very strange concept. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we have a certain psychology and their approach, their approach now has been more direct. And mm. I mean, there's evidence that they've approached people in the Vatican. Uh, you, you know, they're trying yeah. to get the truth out, but... I'm afraid they are bound by the law of karma. And this is where the spiritual side of it is terribly important to understand how they are trying to approach us. I always said, and uh, I've tried to tell people, you know, without without them putting a straight jacket on me, uh, that, you know, the Vatican is the kingpin. It is where the low astral realms is held. That's it. You know, it's part of it. (laughs) I think so. Most of it. Most, Mm. yeah. I mean, you just, you just, you only got to look, is look at the people, what they're dressed in, you know, what the staff itself is black magic. It's, 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 you know, I see people, thousands that, you know, you get the Pope going out the window and he's waving hello and you get millions at the, thousands at the bottom and waving a little flag and, you know, it's, well, well, it's up to them. Well, actually, I mean, the crucifix itself is a black magic symbol. Yes, it is, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Not, black not magic. the cross or the concept of the resurrection. No, no. Which is life after death and, you know, it's uh, yeah. ascension in the case of, say, someone like Jesus, mm. who anyway was not of this world. Mm. And, uh, you know, he gave clues, you know, in my house, my father's house and many mansions. It's a sort yeah. of veiled way of saying there are either other realms or other planets. Mm says life and you only have to look at say the ancient hindu histories and, and mythology and That's they talk about that. the vimanas yeah, you know they're open yeah. about it yeah the the what's the weapons the Indradat, the uh, oh, bahama yes. weapons all atomic weapons you know absolutely what, you know, so. in fact there are areas in india uh that are still radioactive yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And then you've got the um the glass aren't you in the desert so, absolutely, which is very much like the, the sort of glass that they found in the Mexican desert and all yeah, around. Yeah. Well, yeah. You drop that that area, yes. The name of it that's now, from Atlantis. I think it's from an atomic war in Atlantis, and that's my opinion. Mm. Mm. So, do you, so do you think that like there was a civilization on Mars, you know, that that eventually made its way to Earth before Mars was, you know, destroyed for whatever? amount of time it's been you know in mm. uninhabitable uh, obviously if you have to go underground there's something gone wrong um you think that they made a way they made a way here and then they obviously no no, uh, no I, I don't i don't quite believe that i think something did happen to mars but the civilization didn't die out they went underground mm. and they continued mm. their evolution you see there's another factor and it's something that i've discovered quite recently um, you know, the asteroid belt, you know, people are now starting to speculate as to whether or not it was a planet. Yeah. And uh, if you put all the mass together, it's smaller than, the, than the, the, the mass, the total mass of the moon. But they're all the heavy metals. And uh, the asteroids or the part of the you know, meteorites that come to Earth have certain what they call chondrites. And they're sort of radioactive they, they, they contain a radioactive gas, which is a byproduct of nuclear fission. And it's, it's called xenon-129. See, I've been studying this. <laughs> yeah. And they found this on the surface of Mars and in the upper atmosphere of Jupiter. So that would indicate that uh, the asteroid belt was destroyed by an a- atomic war, 
which blew up the planet. And it affected its two nearest neighbours being Mars and Jupiter. Mm, yeah, so obviously it's, that may be why they went underground. Would you say this, uh, like, this asteroids have this radioactive gas? Yes. So could it not be just from an asteroid that collided with? Well, they know that some of them, some, uh, some of the asteroids or parts of the asteroids that come from, they know where they come from. Mm. I mean, uh, the comets, okay, they, they travel through the solar system. But uh, when the asteroids come to Earth in the form of they sort of, because they're all broken up into tiny pieces and some of them, for various reasons, get knocked out of the orbit and then they, you know, they'll travel through the solar system and some of them land on Earth. But they found to contain this same xenon-129. And it's in the solar wind, you don't get that degree of radiation, not in that form. And this is something that uh, scientists have found. Okay. In the so last few years. Which so the, these, are the, these are the asteroids that are just in our asteroid belt then? Yes. Yeah, not, not, not a Okay, mm. I understand what you mean now, yeah. They're not the only source of the meteorite showers, but uh, the ones that they know come from the asteroid belt, a very high percentage of them have this radioactive gas. Yeah, yeah. And you see, our civilization takes us back to that planet, and we refer to it as Maldek, and we blew it up. And then it, it's not that Mars uh, had a war. This is this is one theory, but we definitely don't believe that at all. I mean, Mars was affected, mm. but it was a more advanced civilization, and uh, their civilization has continued, and uh, they, you know, they continue to this day. And evolution is a fantastic thing, and we're really all part of one big. A planetary family, and it's about time that we joined up yeah. with them. And but if we show that we can be spiritual, that you know we can care for one another, then that'll be the signal for them to have an open landing. Okay, but I mean, I mean, from their point of view, then, because if this was on, you know, if this, the the shoe was on the other boot of foot, as it were, and this was us, you know, in that situation. You know, we're, we, you know, we're almost at a critical mass at the moment yeah, on this are. planet with yeah. uh, population yes. size yeah. and, and the amount of food and stuff. We can't really look after ourselves. So if we happen to say this was us, right, and we went out into space, we found a planet with, uh, with life on that had resources that we could make use of and maybe put some of our people on it in there. I just can't see us, I can't see that ending well for the people on that planet unless they've got um, nuclear weapons, and that's what uh, North Korea are uh, finding out at the moment. But I think, um, do, do, I mean, do you see that from their point of view? Do you, what, I can't, I can't understand that. Another civilization would really care about us. Do you, do you know what I mean? Well, it's, um, let's say that the, the civilizations within this solar system are far in advance of ours. That doesn't mean to say that there aren't civilizations on other world, other solar systems within the galaxy that aren't at the same level of our, as us. I mean, there undoubtedly are. Yeah. But the immediate contact that we have on this Earth is with from people or civilizations within this solar system. Yeah, and yeah. the thing is, we can evolve. We can evolve because life is... is a never-ending thing. It's not just one life and you die and that's the end of it. 
we have lessons to learn. And then that brings us up to a certain level of evolution. And then we can go to a new classroom, if you like. And the next classroom, from our point of view, would Mars would be one of them. And then we could, our consciousness could be born into Martian civilization. I mean, just to take that as an example. Yeah. Mm. I mean, there's life on Jupiter. But I mean, you look at Jupiter, you say, well, how can life possibly exist there? Well, if you're on level three or four above this physical plane, it might be a completely different, uh, in, uh, you know, set of conditions to what we perceive at the moment. I think if you had a, a machine, right, where you put on the ground, right, and you flip the switch, if that machine could alter the frequency levels right, from, our, our, say, our basic ones to number yeah. two, three, and four, once you flip that switch, I believe you can you'll, you'll you will see craft, you know, in the sh- in the in the, in the mother oh, yeah, craft uh, and yeah, everything. Um, you'll see oh, civilizations, yes. people will materialize. I think there's quite know? a few, maybe like cl- creatures made of plasma and all sorts of stuff that we don't see. You know, we, well, you, no, no, it's our it's our basic vision, isn't yeah. it? So, yeah. it? It's absolutely true. I mean, look what the camera can pick up. It can pick mm. up uh, uh, entities in the Devic Kingdom. Uh, you, you get um, the woman, I think, or somebody recently took a photograph of a lovely sunset and streaking across the sky were several UFOs. <laughs> you couldn't see them with the naked eye, but the camera can pick them up. Yeah. I mean, say so you had a UFO experience, didn't you, Lou? So, in, a few years ago, with the UFO, so... But was... Yeah, but, you know, obviously I saw that one. That's what I mean, I saw it with my eyes. Yeah, your eyes, but I, I, you know, obviously... And, to me, that was, uh, you know, a physical craft. It was nuts and bolts. So this is... Oh, they are physical. They can yeah. be absolutely yeah. physical. I mean, I've seen lots of film footage of uh, craft over nuclear you know, establishments and mm. stopping um, rockets from being fired. And, you know, it's quite amazing, really. They are keeping a watch on us. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely that. Absolutely. There's many reports well, of shutting of the shutting it down and making all the nuclear weapons in it. So yes, the, they've done it. They did it know. in Russia. They, they completely shut down uh, a, a nuclear power station. Mm. I, I mean, uh, like from uh, look, looking at this from the outside, this alien thing, it really it, you know perplexes me a lot because obviously we see the universe through our you know, roasting spectacles of, of being yes. of, of, of being humans, and yeah. I, I think that this um, we always cut to this point where we never really go backwards because um, the problem we've got on this planet is that um, we've got too many different races. We've got human race, but we've got different creeds and stuff, yeah. And, yeah. and different religions, and that's really, really. Uh, the whole point the, the crooks are a, a lot of the yeah. problems, isn't it? Um, I know. As, as I said right at the beginning, yeah. we need to really rise above all that. Yeah, but and this is this is the to one another. I mean, we're, we're you know we're all human beings, and like I say, I, I, once this planet, I think the next level for this planet is when everybody's mixed race, because at that point there's no there's no problems. You know, I, I mean, I hope there's, still, there's not problems, <laughs> but you know what I mean. But when, when everybody's mixed race, I could see I could see more. Um, you know, less money being spent on weapons and all that stuff and, and concentrating on what actually needs doing. Um, but at the moment, we've got all these different races that want to fight each other. They all want this, the various lands for themselves and that, which oh, is fair I enough. Know. You know. No, it's, surely, it's yeah, but surely from an alien perspective, if they want us to evolve to the next stage and all the rest of it, they want us to get there, you know, at some point 
rather than never, then surely a nuclear war that wipes out half the population um, in one stroke is is almost that maybe more karmic, if you like, than just letting us get on with it ourselves. No, I think that... No, um, we can't do that. We can't, we, we can't create another nuclear war. I mean, that is absolutely evil beyond... Mm. Under understanding. Oh yeah, I'm not in favour for it, but I'm, no. <laughs> but I'm just saying from 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 their point of view, I could, I, you know, if I was looking at it from from an outside perspective, yeah. Yeah. you know, I, you know, if um, the way I, you know, an analogy then, so say we've got a cage and we've got two tigers in the cage, two lions and I don't know, two panthers per se. So they're all feline, but the, you know, but they're obviously <laughs> different, different uh, you know, um, so they. Don't get along, obviously. So they're all fighting. If if there's the zoo was in this situation, so where the zookeepers, the aliens are the zookeepers in this analogy, they're looking at this situation. They're going to say, right, well, obviously this isn't going to work because the lions are fighting the tigers and the panthers are fighting mm. each other, everybody. So let's remove the panthers and let's remove the tigers and just leave the lions, you mm. know. And then I know I know it's bad for the panthers, it's bad for the tigers, you know, especially if it's in China, but. The the lions that are left uh, obviously thrive and then multiply and then and then get to the next level and all that. That's surely the quickest way to to get. Up to you you know something that there is a, a karmic way and it's going to come through natural selection through evolution. Yeah. Because our planet is changing now anyway. I mean the the ionosphere is coming down and when the new age really kicks in, I mean the real new age conditions uh, will be very different here. Yes, and then we'll have the you know, uh, a lot of there is a, another planet, and I, I will have to say that because yeah. it's a yeah. teaching, and uh, you know there'll there'll come a time when there are no lower astral realms on around this planet, so then that means only people of a certain evolution, and that's nothing to do with race or religion. This is mm-hmm. now an individual thing. Uh, only people who have the same spiritual outlook on life will be living here. I mean, it's some way down the line, and uh, it's an opportunity for us to evolve, and that's also part of the plan, because their message today is spiritual. Yeah. They yeah. want us to evolve. They're trying to tell us that there's more to life than what we just see around us. So is this is this evolution more on the uh, you know consciousness level rather than... Um... You know, you have to know about this stuff and understand it before you. Eat before. It, it, it is. It is the evolution of a consciousness. Definitely, mm. it's a greater understanding. It's greater spiritual wisdom, mm. and I've... that's what they're trying to impart to us. And all the, a lot of the transmissions, which are the messages that Dr. King received, yeah. are trying to tell us that. Mm. Well, let's go into uh, some of those then. Let's go into what's the most profound one then. Well, um, I think that the most profound teaching that has been given to Earth is uh, has been published in our book called The Nine Freedoms. And that was a series of transmissions delivered by this great Martian intelligence, Mars Sector 6, which is the path to cosmic consciousness and ascension. And I know you, you mentioned before, uh, you wanted to talk about Count Saint Germain. Yeah. Well, this is uh, this is another whole side to our path of evolution, and the, what's what's different, what has changed today, is that when you reach this great portal of initiation, which is uh, the initiation of ascension, you've got a choice of either going on to what we call interplanetary existence, 
which enables your consciousness to say live on Mars, Jupiter, um, is Pluto, uh, what was, what was another one? Uh, Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Anyway, there, there are four, four, mm. and uh, or you can join the. Uh, the, high, the, the spiritual hierarchy of Earth, which is uh, the, the Great White Brotherhood, yeah. where you go through the initiation of ascension, you're on the same level as uh, these great beings, but you're staying on Earth because you're holding the balance of karma. Because without these masters here, which, by the way, comprises men and women, uh, I think we'd have a terrible catastrophe on Earth because karma would dictate it. Okay. So are, they, are these um, these masters in communication with you know our leaders and such now? Well, they they're under karmic limitation as well, mm. but there are certain masters who have come to Earth who've made their presence known, um, including Count Saint Germain, and they have powers that we could only dream about. Yeah. They have Ooh. a body that doesn't age. They can, they can levitate. They can, they can exist through all the realms. They live in retreats around the world. Um, and, you know, all the time they're putting out spiritual power to try and counteract all the negative energy that's coming into the, the world from all the negative thoughts, not only this physical realm, but on the lower astral realms as well. And this is one of the big problems. Yeah. That's been on this planet. It's a lot of evil thoughts that, uh, it's keep being put out into the mind belt. Yeah, because I, I mean, you said earlier about the mixed races, like, you know, the, the blacks, the whites, the Chinese, and that, and obviously the fighting, the mix. Uh, I think it's been, myself, it's been brought about purposely, uh, to divide people. To keep people divided. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. if you're, if, if, if you want to United, control somebody, you, know, you don't want a group. Yeah, you yeah. don't want a group, you know, people. You can't take them on. You can take on a single person. So you keep the people divided, fighting among themselves. Mm. Absolutely. You know? yeah, absolutely. So yeah. this is, you know, I think this, where these people, you know, you get these refugees now, the immigrants coming to the country. Just take Sweden. I mean, look, it's going mad there now. People getting raped, killed, murdered. It's 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 on another level. It's it's horrible. But I think it's definitely the plan to keep the people dumbed down and divided. You know, it is. It's true because if we were all united. You know, we could change conditions on this earth overnight. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. you only have to look at a, a football stadium. Look how people are united. <laughs> I mean, it's a tremendous power yeah, that yeah. we can generate. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. But you, it, even, in, even in that situation, you've still got two tribes, haven't you? Okay, yeah. but at least it's two. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. <laughs> each, each tribe is united in its thought and energy output. I'm not saying it's a great spiritual achievement but mm. it just shows what we can do and if we wanted to stop war and to stop all this hatred and the, a whole country united as one to send out spiritual energy mm. we would ch- that we would change that country over yeah. I, I i always said it's like a domino effect it might start from a village to a town, mm. to a town, to a city, to a city, to a country. You know, it's a yes. domino. One you, you get these people together, it grows, it grows, it grows. Absolutely. And there's there's nothing these lower astral realms can do about it. Once mm. it starts to grow, that's it. You know, it, it'll be so it'll be like a tidal wave. So Saint Germain, then obviously he was 
He was one of these, uh, what do you call them? Yeah, because right? we, we had a list of that we uh, wanted to captain Germain. Yeah, so obviously at some point was on it. I mean, how many times has he been on, you know, as, as phys- you know, physical as it yeah. will, on, on, yeah. on the air? Well, he's one of those rare individuals who obviously got the karmic permission to walk amongst mankind on the mm. physical plane. I mean, uh, I think he founded the Rosicrucian Order centuries before that. He said, because uh, I read a book in, in French published about him, and he said, I am Rose Cross. In other words, it's another way of saying that he founded it. Um, he suddenly appeared in the 18th century in France, and uh, he went to the court of Louis XV, and uh, he was he he was sent on diplomatic missions, but he had the most extraordinary talents. I mean, he could he was a musician, he was an artist, he spoke many languages. Um, he could he could uh, transmute metals, he could produce gold, um, gemstones, you know what we call synthetics, but he had his own way of producing them, not the way we do them now. Yeah, fair enough. And he could write, say if he was writing something with in his right hand, he could write it simultaneously with his left hand, and you put the same piece of writing, one on top of the other, and you couldn't see the difference. And you see, I think the Western approach to uh, the spiritual path is different from the Eastern approach. In the West, it's about mastery. In the East, it's about going within and detachment. But ultimately, you have to join the two, and then you really, then you really have control. Yeah. And it's all about it's about control. If you can control your own thoughts, if you can control the energies within, you'll control the energies outside of you as well. And that's one of the great secrets of the of yoga philosophy. Yeah. I mean, I absolutely believe that, and I think that was part of the problem that Bruce Bruce Lee found himself in. I think he he managed to achieve that, and uh, I think he was more than he was. Yeah, I, I, think, thought, he, I, I think, think he might I, well have been. Yeah, I think yeah. he was. I think he uh, he was more than yeah people saw him as. Uh, I think so. But you know, that's my. But um, so obviously this guy, you know, he, you know, he, he's, he's he's taken court, and you know, he goes all over the place. He goes on diplomatic missions, and. Uh, when was the last time he was here? And well, he disappeared, and then he came back again at the time of Louis the Sixteenth, just before the French Revolution, and he warned the king, Louis the Sixteenth, that there was, you know, that there was going to be bloodshed, uh, you know, on coming, and he went to see Marie Antoinette and warned her as well, and neither of them would listen to him, and uh, what he said came to pass. And, you know, there's so many stories. There was a lady who was at the court of uh, Marie Antoinette who had met Count Saint-Germain when uh, when she was a very young. And she saw him about 40 or 50 years later, and he hadn't changed. Mm. In fact, Voltaire, the you know, French 18th century philosopher, referred to him as the man who knows everything and never dies. Mm. And then he said he was going to... Uh, inspire the invention of the railway engine uh, so uh, I think it was Stevenson and then he was seen a hundred years later mm. and yep. he was in, in, in Rome uh, you know the various people who who've, you know seen him 
Mm-hmm. He was seen at Milan in 1887, 1877, pardon me, because uh, he was also a Freemason. And uh, he really, he brought a spirituality to it. I think they were losing it a bit. But, I mean, even Freemasonry at its best is based on the ancient uh, uh, wisdom of the West, more, mm. more than the East, because the Kabbalistic path is, is another viable path. But, of course, things uh, change, and uh, now we have to look at serving the whole. We, we can't just say, well, I'm going to detach from everything, detach from all the suffering of the world, and then hopefully I'll find enlightenment, because that won't happen now. We have to go out. We ha- it's all about going out to the world, spreading, talking about truth in a yep. positive way, and helping other people. Yeah. And that is the best thing that we can be doing in these days. And we can be doing it in cooperation with beings from other worlds, which I think is fantastic. Mm. So how do we communicate? If we wanted him to come back, well, obviously we do want him to come back <laughs> as soon as we want to come yeah. back to the loony bin. Uh, how, right how do we How do we keep? I mean, in my books, he's my hero, you know. So, yeah. was, so uh, how, how <laughs> would we communicate with him, you know, in order to, you know, hopefully get him to come back? Well, um, with Dr. King's legacy has not allowed us to have a two-way communication, but he's left us ways which we can communicate with them or make our intentions known. And there's a, a big, a large satellite that comes into orbit of our world four times a year. It's referred to as satellite number three. And what it does, it, it's a, a Martian satellite. And it's about one and a half miles long. And uh, it, it absorbs energy from the sun, because that's the source of all our power in the solar system, or mainly. Yeah. And it's radiated to all people of um, spiritual intention. So whatever spiritual work they're doing, doesn't matter where they are in the world, what their work is, they could be helping with famine relief, praying for world peace or healing, they'll be helped during that, those periods, and they're called magnetization periods or spiritual pushes, and the efforts are enhanced by a factor of 3,000 times. Mm. And that's how, that's how they're helping us in this way. They're still limited in the way they can help us until we have advanced enough, and then they'll be more open. But you see, there's also a karmic pressure, and this is what people don't realize. If... Um, a man stepped out of a spaceship in Hyde Park and said, give up all your worldly goods and follow me. Would you do it? And I think most people would say no. Yeah. So then it puts a karmic pressure upon people to do the right thing when they're not really ready. So their plan is to get people to change from within. When they see the light and they can see the right way to go, then that, that is the key to it. They're getting Ooh. us to change from within. It's got to come from us before they can approach us openly. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah, but like I say, I mean, for that to um, for that to happen, I think there has to be a catastrophe. Uh, you know, whether that's a nuclear war or, or no. you know, a comet strike in no. the air for a polar shift no. or whatever you want to talk about. I think we need to almost press the reset button. Yeah, I was, I was talking to Tom Seward, weren't we? Tom, yeah. Tom, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, yeah. to jog people out of their torpor or this mm. 
Exactly, exactly that because we, you know because we've we've got our nine to fives, we've got our jobs, we've got our bills, we've got. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Every, every, and look at what's happening now with the the Amazon and, and places like this, the fracking, uh, the the bees, the GM crops. We're oh, soon. Dude, we're not, we're not, you know, we're not even going to have food and water. Do you know, do you know the last time the fracking was done? Atlantis, mm. mind you, on a on a deeper level. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean a deeper level yeah, than what's yeah. going on now. They was after something, and they obviously boom, that was it. So. But if we went back to being, um... sorry, did you have a point on that? Uh, well, what I was going to say was uh, in Atlantis they had uh, a science which is more linked to the Earth energies. Yeah. Mm. Because yeah. the pyramids, they they're found all over the world. They've discovered them in Antarctica. There's uh, they found pyramids at the bottom of the Southern Atlantic Ocean, yep. China. Found them in Bosnia, uh, the pyramids mm. dating back to 30,000 years. So, I mean, we have to rewrite our history. And then, of course, you've got the evidence of the atomic war. So, you see, the, uh, when you talk about Atlantis, you're not talking about a little island. A in, continent. In, you know, mm. it's a whole civil, global civilization. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just as we're a global civilization. And, but they really, they, they went into genetics, engineering, in a way that we're, we haven't even, we dared look at it, like creating hybrid creatures. Mm. And if you look at some of the art forms, you get half animal, half human. Well, I think it's not just the mythology. I think that they created some of these entities. Yeah. And in fact, there is a transmission also, as it happens by Mars Sector 6, who, who refers to that. Yeah. You know, we really went down the line of terrible depravity and uh, we caused, uh, you know, an atomic war, which I think was global. Yeah. And I think, if you like, the, the seat of Atlantis might have been in the, in the island continent, but they, they definitely had nuclear weapons. And, I mean, you can even see it in the ancient Sumerian legends in fact, I, I looked into that. Zachariah Sitchin taught, he refers to the, the lament of, uh, or, or, you are, where the seven deadly weapons were fired and, uh, it just completely destroyed the whole region. So, mm. and they talk about the fire in the sky and, you know. Mm. But that's, that, see, see, that's the thing because obviously these, these spiritual beings that we're talking about were obviously around at that point, and they let them do that nuclear. Well, it's karma. You can't. You can't interfere. It's like Star Trek. You don't see what's the movie. Yeah, Star Trek. But then you're, it's the code of non interference. Yeah, but then you're saying that they're stopping us doing nu- nuclear. No, no, no. We can't. They won't uh, interfere. They won't interfere. That's they'll try and help, but they'll help. I can, I can see where you go, sailing, but mm. they won't interfere. They just, but they won't stop us unless they really perceive it to be a threat to the rest of the solar system. Yeah. And that, that is the difference. So, uh, you know, where they can, they'll try and limit our nuclear capability. But, uh, mm. you know, there was a point. Well, when... the, surely the easiest way to do, and I think this, this is the, um, obviously if we did, if we redid that, uh, was it the Brookings report? If we redid, yes. if we redid that now, and I'm sure they have done to, to, uh, uh see what would happen now if they were told, told the truth about the existence of alien life and obviously they'll start a microbial and move on but um, I think the, the number one problem would well, the two main problems from that would uh, would be one we can't sell arms anymore which is you know mm. a massive 
economy. Be jolly good. It, well, yeah. yeah. So, but, but for them, you know, it'd be bad. So, they, you know, from the government's point of view, so they say, right, one, we can't sell arms anymore. Two, we can't we can't uh, mine oil anymore because you know this. Once we once we tell people about aliens and spaceships and all that, we have to go zero point energy at that point because because yeah. aliens have obviously achieved yes, this. Yes, they've done it exactly. So that would be the first and thing. We've done first it thing. As well. Exactly. Well, yeah, we have, yeah. So this is the first thing that come into people's heads. Mm. So as soon as you announce that these, cre- you know, come in from other plants and all that, that's the first thing that people are going to say. Well, how did they do it? You know, they must have technology. And at that point, the government, uh, the, well, the money makers who make oil. I know these people are moving into what, uh, food and water, which is again alarming. But yeah, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. the fact that they we'll would have to doing. drop, you know they basically have to drop the oil overnight. Um, yes, I think we would. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we're, well, yeah. we're heading in that direction now, which is a good thing. Eventually, yeah, yeah but we, we, I mean, we're like 200, 300 years down the line from where we yes, should have been already, yeah. aren't we? Well, I, I think, so. I can't remember who said it, uh, but he said, he says, you know, there's oil there and it's there for a reason. Well, it's, it's yes, there for a reason, it is you know. It's there for a reason. It's yeah. there to lubricate the, the tectonic plates. And yeah, and we're taking it out. Yes, if you take it out, you you know you're you're going to cause more distress to the yeah, planet. Absolutely. Uh, uh, and now this fracking comes coming. It's just, it's just lunacy on a high level. It's just lunatic. It's just lunacy on a high level. Well, you uh, see, I, I think they're getting desperate. You know, I think they're it's, definitely. It's the the, uh, the power behind the governments, because the, our prime minister, even the president of the United States, they're just puppets. Yep. The real movers yep. and shakers of people like, say, the Bilderberg Group. Mm. I mean, I'm not naming them specifically, but there are other darker organizations that are very secret. Yep. I mean, who's running the economy of the world? <laughs> it's, it's not the individual nations. No. And if it, if, if it suits no. them to mm. change to, uh, from fracking to zero point energy, They'll stop bumping off all the scientists who come up with an alternative to oil. Yeah, but I mean that—that's the—that is the problem. It doesn't Ooh. save them. You know, as soon as you you do zero point energy, you can't make money on it. Then no. so that you know, it's, it is the problem. I mean, that's why solar panels are selling solar panels now. They say, oh, you buy these solar panels and you, you'll be able to pay them pay them off in fifteen years. <laughs> and all that. Um, you, you, yeah, but, yeah, really, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean. Okay, but yeah. if I just wait, for, if I wait five years, then I'll be able to pay them off in what six months. You know yeah. what I mean? So <laughs> it, that's the lunacy of it all. You say we're, um, you know, we live in a lunatic asylum, and uh, well, you know we. We don't want the crazies to get out. Really. Mm. But it's, at the same time, anyway. at the same time as we're you told know. all this and all this, and we need this, and not, we've got tribes living in the Congo and the Amazon and all that. They're just minding their own business, getting on. But you know, they've <laughs> yeah. been there thousands of years, yeah. just minding their own business, getting on yeah. with it, and yeah, no. and you know we're we're struggling to put food on the table. So I, I, know. I, I think I know. it's come to a time now where you know. Um, well, there will be yeah. a change, and yeah. it's coming slowly, and. Uh, you know, the new age could be a, a wonderful thing. Yeah. It can happen gradually. And, um, you know, we'll be in tune with the high cosmic powers. I mean, it'll be like a whole new world opening up to us. Mm. Yeah. Absolute, you know, it'll be like the visions of all, all the, the ancient prophets and, you know, all of the, you know, the seers of the past. Mm. It'll, all, it'll happen. It will, it will come about. But at the same time, we have to give humanity a chance to change. You know, from my point of view, I'd be delighted if it happened tomorrow. Yeah. But it wouldn't well, be good for some poor yeah. person living in sub-Saharan Africa who doesn't know any, 
that's what i was saying earlier about this um this next evolutionary step if it's uh if it's in if, it, if it's consciousness related more than physical mm. then obviously we have to know about this before we can achieve it um to some yes, extent absolutely we have to we have to get the if you like the cosmic message out I, i'll call it that but truth mm. it's yeah. it, Spiritual truth. Yep. And now, uh, through the Aetherius Society, I, I can say that with confidence, you know, we now have a, a deeper insight into truth. You know, it, you know, as I was saying earlier on, in days of old, you couldn't talk about space travel, but we can now. We understand that, actually, thanks to uh, science fiction as well. Mm. Because, oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, you know, man, uh, humanity is so ignorant, they think that there can't be anybody greater than themselves. Well, I mean, they couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> mm. I'm afraid they're stuck in a bubble. Until that bubble bursts, and I'm afraid they're, they're not moving anywhere else. So it's... Uh, well, what yeah. about this... Because um, you say, like, these uh, aliens are... I mean, do we... Do we know if there's more than one in communication with the Earth, or is it just one particular race, if you will? Um, no, well, we have, uh, there have been uh, contacts from Venus, Aetherius, uh, the master Aetherius, uh, who we refer to, it was the first contact that Dr. King had, and he said he was from Venus. Um, we've had uh, Master Jesus, who gave us the 12 blessings, Mars Sector 6, who gave us the nine freedoms and other individual transmissions. We've had uh, Sector S2 or Mars Sector 8. You know, there are various um, beings within the solar system. We've also had a contact from uh, a civilization in another part of the galaxy. Uh, it's just referred to from our point of view as, as Gotha. And, you know, when, once you get to that level, you'll be there'll be interchanges with beings from all over the galaxy. We won't be limited. We're, we are limiting ourselves now. Yeah. We have well, to, we've got to get over it. I mean, <laughs> That's how I've uh, it up. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> do I mean, do these, these other civilizations then get, get along, seemingly? Yes, they do. I mean, there are belligerent civilizations, yes, but we are protected from that. We've been protected from things that we cannot, we could not deal with ourselves. Mm. But what? Uh, but you know, why? Why are we protected? I don't. I don't see the. Because, uh, yeah, obviously, as, as, as I said, we're well, a cosmic family. We're a cosmic family here. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't see done, the importance of, look after, of them you know spending I mean? time on us. I mean, yes, I, mean, I think you'd do the same, wouldn't you? If you saw one, you know, no, no, because the protected. way I look at it is, if I've got if I've got ants or you know wasps in my mm. house, you know, I, I destroy it. Well, there's no wrong with that. What, what's wrong yeah, with that? Because I don't want what's living in me. No, I wouldn't. Exactly. I get we owe an awful lot to the Martian civilization. They have protected us more than we could ever realize. Mm. Oh, yeah. you know, but they, they did stop an alien invasion. You know, there are such things as spore fields. We've been sort of protected from that sort of thing. Because it would also affect the rest of the solar system as well. So we've we've benefited from that, and uh, of course there is going to be the great change on this earth, and uh, it, you know we're given this opportunity to change, and I think we should really thank our God for that. You know, mm. you want to see or understand the nature of 
God, <laughs> which is interesting. Well, I call it source because I don't believe in God. I, I believe in, in source, as in home we come. I believe in higher beings, absolutely. My house is adept, so I believe all of that, you know, higher it's beings. I believe source, not a God, not a one person. No. It, it doesn't have to be a religious mm. concept. It's like yeah. there's a great creative mind behind mm. everything. Yeah. There's a balance throughout the universe. And that's held in place by the law of karma, the presumptive mm. force. And it's a, it's a universal law which affects everything and everyone. And mm. we have to learn to abide by this law. Mm. I, mean, I think where the church come in is they, they say, oh God, I mean, even the Vatican, they, I mean, they don't even, they, they don't even, uh, give Jesus teachings anyway. They, uh, you know, they, they actually worship a fish god called Dagon. And that, you can research that. That is absolutely in your face stuff. Mm, you know, right. that's why you, you get the, the mighty fish head. You know, it's it's there, <laughs> but it's uh, people can't see it. I know, it, it's true. <laughs> but, you know. I mean... I mean, where the, where's all you know all these teachings and all this? I mean, where does it where does it lead us? Because it seems like they've been you know trying to do this for you know a few thousand years now, and to mm. no great avail. I think uh, is it possible that they're communicating with the wrong types of people? Uh, no, I w- no no they haven't. They've sent their agents here, and that was a deliberate plan. Mm. But at the end of the day, you can be given the greatest teachings that have ever been uh, visualized. But it's how we interpret it. I mean, we've massacred virtually every religion. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we bring our own interpretation or take things out, alter things. It's all been, a, a, you know, it suits the people in power. Mm. But even then, you know, to some extent, you know, if these people came and said, oh, we're here to, uh, you know, to help you out and all that, what, what, why, what credence would we give them for that? You know, what, why would we um, bow down to them and say, oh, yeah, we, 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 you know, and you know, bow to your wisdom, your great knowledge. I mean, what 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 would be the? I, I mean, it's been done. That's been done over. I mean, all you got. Well, to, uh, I let me tell you something. It. There is a prediction that's been made that there will be what they call the Messiah, the next master, whoever you want to call him, and he will land openly in a flying saucer. He will step out and declare himself with full powers, and that time will come. It had mm. the date hasn't been set. But there, there is a plan, and that will be the, the really will be the turning point for the human race. We will have to follow him. He will prove that he's he's got all the powers. Yeah, he will and show he, all his credentials. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Ask his credentials, and he will produce them. Mm. Yes, yeah. I've got it. Lord's declaration. Yes, it'll be an option, though, won't it? It won't be a. What's, I mean, we've been doing this. What? We're, well, we're, uh, we've been researching this uh, Yellowstone, haven't we? And San Andreas, and that should have gone years ago, but I'm really. Uh, and now it's been active again now, so you know we're. Talk about Yellowstone. Would you? Yeah, yeah. Would you want anyway? Yes, yeah, so overdue. That, that's a 150 years overdue, aren't we? Is it? Is it that's oh, saying. well over. Yeah. Yeah, 150 years, I think. Now, if this comes off, I mean, if uh, Yellowstone goes, then San Andreas, they must be on the same power anyway. So well, if, if San Andreas goes, Yellowstone's got to go. So it's either where they, because they're both connected, aren't they, Alison? Well, um, well, Yellowstone is a huge um, caldera volcano. Mm. It's like a hot spot, and it's building up again. Yeah. I think the last time it blew was about six hundred thousand years ago, 
I mean, there are others like this. I mean, there's actually one in the Mediterranean basin, believe it or not, near the Bay of Naples, mm. which is why you've got Vesuvius, you've got the what you call the Solfatari, you've got all these, the, you know, these areas of you know of sulfur fumes. It's all in a sort of great triangle. Then you you've got Tambora. I think it's either Cambodia or you know in the in the Far East, and you. But one thing I can say that there is a mission that we perform mm. called Operation Sumbi, which is giving back to the Earth a token energy repayment, and that's in cooperation with higher powers, and that is slowing down the movement of the tectonic plates, because I I think that we would have had a much bigger calamity than we've had to date. So that, no, I go along with that. Yeah, I think, but, I think what, it's being. If it if it is if it can be seriously, I think it is being suppressed. Yeah, but why? That, that I'm yeah. always thinking. Well, you know. Well, I mean, it was on about Tom Seawood came on last week. Didn't we? we had a great chat with Tom, and and he was on about this and this. And I said, Tom, why don't we? Why can't they just push push the reset button and then start again? You know, <laughs> yes. I, I mean, but obviously because they're holding San Andreas, they're holding Yellowstone, and they don't want them to go off yet. There must be a plan. Why they they're holding it back? Are they holding it back because when the, the next master is coming? Is, is this why? The, yes, I think, I think you know, because also... I mean, you can't have a, 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 a catastrophe and then somebody pops up. It's got to be before, isn't it? Logic to me. Mm. The master series has predicted that we, there are two ways we can go into the new age. Mm. One is through calamity, and the other is by embracing the new age teachings and concepts, and then it will be done gradually. Mm. Um, because we were told in 1960 the ionosphere was going to come down. Mm. It started to happen. They first detected a hole in the Antarctic in the 1970s. So that's another prediction, another piece of evidence that uh, the teachings of the Ethereum Society are, are genuine. Yeah. You know, things have been said that we didn't believe, but they've come to, you know, shown to be true. Yeah, well, also what I've listened to and I've read, I've got quite a lot of books and, you know, I'm through my friend Les as well. You know, it's, uh, to me, myself, uh, just amazing. And Dr. George King, when, when you hear him talk, he, he goes right through me, you know, I just, I don't know why, just, he's a fantastic talker, fantastic lecturer. Yeah. Oh, well, so, he's you know, so knowledgeable yeah. and he, yeah. he's cut through everything. He mm. gets down to the bottom line in everything. And, and uh, you know, he's given there's such a wealth of mm. occult information, and you can take what he says as being true. I mean, he was a master of yoga in his own right, and he did reach the highest state of cosmic consciousness as is mm. possible to achieve on this earth. Yeah. And so he's he's got his credentials from that point of view, and that's why he was chosen to be what they call primary terrestrial mental channel, yeah. because he could raise his vibration to be able to receive a telepathic contact with the master theorists and other cosmic masters. Mm. Um, you know, you can get a lot of mediums, but, you know, at the end of the day, a medium can only uh, receive a message that's on, from someone or an entity who's on a, an equivalent level, to uh, evolutionary level to themselves. Yeah. It's very rare that, you, you know, like someone from the spiritual hierarchy of Earth wouldn't, contact someone on the, you say 
on a weekend course, you know, it's absolute nonsense. <laughs> you know, you do hear about yeah. that, and I'm not quoting any names, but it no. really annoys me. <laughs> yeah, we get, we get a few of them, don't we? We get, we've got a few of them yeah, stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> but we know, we let them talk and, yeah, okay. Yes, so. that's right. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, is there a way then, you know, yeah. <laughs> To do this ourselves, you know, to communicate with these beings, I mean, uh, how long would it take? Well, we're not ready to have a direct contact with them, but um, they do let their presence be known. I mean, when we go to certain places, like, say, Holston Down, which is one of the charged mountains, have you heard of those? The, the 19 charged mountains? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've actually been to Holston Down, Alison. So, oh well, amazing. You know, we, oh, yeah, it's very, very windy there, and I wonder why. We had so <laughs> many, so many sightings. Yeah. You know, we in fact we dedicated one pilgrimage to the Cosmic Masters, and they came in droves. It was unbelievable, but they were, it was there. They were witnessed by all of us. Mm. And I mean, I've had so many sightings. You know, even one in the last few months I had a, a brilliant one. What, of, a, of a craft. I, I mean, once I was flying back from uh, from Canada, and I was in the plane, and suddenly this huge metallic sphere darted over the plane because I saw it came from above, and I could see it through the portholes, skipping through the clouds. Well, I mean, Earth satellites are not like that, and this was physical, and you could see the sun reflecting off it. So that was like a probe. Hmm. You know, that's that's one type I've seen. I've seen lights that change colours and then suddenly dart off in, you know, different direction. Yeah, I've seen that. You see, I've seen a lot of those. So, you know, they're they're, they're watching us far more than we realise. Mm. And if you're if you're sending out a certain type of energy, they'll you know there'll be other people, entities, they'll be watching. You know, they're waiting for this to happen. You know the spiritual revolution. <laughs> I think we'll be waiting for a long time. Really, I mean, I'm not being well. Uh, no. I am. I, that, you know, I think it'll, it'll happen. It'll happen. But um, well, it's I like, mean, it's like mean, a tap in it. You know, yeah, where well, you want the on, you want the outpour. Yeah. But what we get at the moment is drip. I mean, drip, they've been drip, there. Drip, you know, you want a bit more well, outpour. But it's been, not. They've been at this for about what twenty five thousand years. So it's uh, yeah. It's been, been, yeah, yeah. To realise, if we destroy a planet. Then we destroy two civilizations like Lemuria. I mean, that the, that was really the cradle of civilization. It was mm. the huge uh, basin in the Pacific Ocean. Mm. That's that's where Lemuria was based, and uh, that's where you get some of the Vimanas that could uh, materialize or appear in seven places at once. I think that goes back to Lemuria, and in fact, we were told that we had reached near perfection, and then. It's the same old story. There are a few bad yep. apples in the barrel who ruin it for everybody else and cause a, another atomic war. Well, I mean, karmically, there's going to be regression. Mm. We're going to be under limitation. And each time we try to climb out of the pit, it's going to be that much harder. It's not going to be just suddenly fall into our laps. What I find, what I find, uh, you know, I love you agree with me. Well, you know, if you had a few bad apples, you get rid of yeah. them. You won't leave them in a bowl, would you? No. <laughs> you know, um, some say so you get these, but they have to reincarnate on, or they stay in the low astral realms. You know, and obviously they'll do all this. And they want the devil. You know, if you got, if it was near perfection, Alison, then 
I, I know. I, I would have got rid of the bad apples and let it carry on. You know, but well, the, bad, the bad apples are still here, aren't they? There is uh, such a thing as transmutation, and I mean, no one uh, can get round the law of karma in the end. Mm, yeah. Sometimes evil is allowed to proliferate. You see, this is another misconception, another one of my pet hates, that God created good and God created evil. God is above all that. Mm. What we have is free will. And what we have to learn to do is to control our free will. This is the big lesson that we have to learn, is yep. to control of free will. And then we'll get freedom. Mm. And that is the, really the essence of, uh, of the teachings these days. And uh, there are some black magicians in the lower astral realms who have been able to evade uh, reincarnation. But their time comes. Sooner or later, something happens and... Uh, they fall yeah. foul of their own nefarious schemes. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, right. Oh, okay. So, we'll, uh, yeah. Could you just uh, we'll move on a bit and could you try keep well, no, keep it basic? Yes. Uh, yeah. On the name, but the spirit realms. Um, yes. Can you give us a take on the spirit realms and you know uh, how many we got, Alison, and what their yes their, their, yes. their purposes are for? Right. Um, and just on that, before yeah. you start, I just wanted to know where ghosts fit into that, and and, when, okay, and why why okay. we see ghosts occasionally. Mm, yeah, if if you believe yes, we do, oh, yeah, they exist. They definitely exist. <laughs> <laughs> right. When there are seven major realms of existence around this planet, and this would also reflect really throughout throughout the universe. It's not just around this planet, but. Um, and there are, there are like seven, we're on level one, if you like, which is the physical plane, which is where you learn to manipulate karma. So that's why you get a lot of all the good and the bad, and the lessons have to be learned mainly on the physical plane. When you die, your soul, which is uh, the subtle um, body which houses your consciousness, which is the, then the spirit, because the, the, the part of you that never dies is the spirit. That is above all personality. But the soul, if you like, is the, the, is the sort of personal aspect. And it's the, the part of us that drives us towards contacting the spirit. And this passes on then into a subtle realm, and you go to the realm that is the most suitable for you. And it's really a question of vibration. It's not, um, and then you, you carry on going through reincarnation. Now, uh, and until you reach that point where you have learned every single lesson you need to learn on the physical plane, and you don't, you go through the initiation of ascension where you no longer have to reincarnate, and that is where you join the spiritual hierarchy of ascended masters. These are okay. the who have chosen to stay here rather than move on to other experiences within the solar system. Is that forever? Uh, well, I mean, evolution goes on forever. You know, I mean, I mean, these ascended masters. I mean, that the, the when they choose to stay in, you know, this vicinity, is that is that a, a choice that they make forever? Is that permanent that choice, well, or is it? And I wouldn't say it's permanent, uh, but okay. it's certainly for a long time. Uh, certainly, uh, they would be there in that position until the the bulk of humanity has evolved sufficiently that um, there's not this imbalance in the in karma, mm. so that we would not need their presence here to the degree that we need them now. Mm. 
then they could, yes, they could go on to other existence, to other experiences. But I mean, it's our opportunity as well. And it goes on. I mean, the most advanced beings in the solar system are, uh, live on Saturn, the planet Saturn. And they live for thousands of years. They have a huge ovoid body and they can split their consciousness into thousands of parts. I mean, this is, you know, we couldn't even conceive of that. No, I should go on. <laughs> for now. Yes. For now. But I mean, everything, you know, what is consciousness? A planet is a conscious being. This is another reason why it's a crime, the way, the way we treat them, the Earth or the Mother Earth. Because it, uh, she uh, is a living entity. The sun is a living entity. So is a galaxy. It goes on and on and on. Yep. To a point that it's, we can know of these things, but we may not be able to interpret it because it's beyond our scope at our present time of evolution. So anyway, the subtle realms. So, you know, if you've, uh, if you've murdered someone, you will undoubtedly will probably go down <laughs> to a lower realm. And then you get mm. the choice peoples and, you know, you've got the, there are four realms below and, uh, you know, seven, including the physical plane, uh, you know, six above. And level five is the level of the, the masters and level six is, uh, is very sparsely populated. Because not many people have, uh, you know, advanced to that point. And mm, maybe that's why them other guys are hanging about then. <laughs> There's yeah. nobody in six. <laughs> there are, there yeah. are some. There are some. I mean, even even the spiritual hierarchy. I think there uh, they may be in the low thousands, but uh, certainly it's a very small proportion when you look at the number of people who live on the physical plane today. Mm. You know, it's a mere... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if, if, if it was in the, uh, yeah, the mental realms then, and if you wanted to... I know, like, everyone's a classroom anyway. It's got different experiences and whatever. If we wanted to, say, go from level th- three to level four, we can do that, can we? You well, know, we can move. We can, we can move up the planes if you wanted to. We can. We, you know, if, uh, if it's... Uh, say a level four or five is beyond, is higher than our normal vibration, if you like, as mm. I can put it. You'd be able to visit there probably for a short uh, space of time, but you wouldn't be able to stay there for too long because at the end of the day, we'll be on a vibrational level that suits us. Right. Okay. And and th- but then it's all about coming back, and then you learn the lessons, you know. Yeah, you know what you as you sow, so shall you reap. We, you know, it's yeah. that is the law of karma. Is and it true then? Uh, sorry, Alison, let's carry on. Yeah, you're given the experiences, or let me say, opportunities, because nothing is ever set in stone. This is another fallacy that everything that happens is your destiny, and you can't change it. You can, you can change your destiny. What you can't change are the lessons you need to learn, but it's how you handle them. And if you handle them in the right way, then you'll never have to go through that experience again. Okay. And a lot of people simply don't. and They don't understand why is this happening to me? It's so unfair, etc., etc. You know, why is one person so lucky and another person not lucky? Or, you know, that, you know, it's uh, unlimited, all the questions that one can ask about the human plight. But I'm afraid it's a lot of it is uh, our own doing in previous lives. 
And we won't know about our previous lives until we've reached a certain level of evolution where we're not going to be affected by it or keep living in the past or wonder how we died and, you, you know, you don't move on. Mm. So is it possible then for, say, the, the evil in the low astral realms to go up another level, to actually to appear in the spirit realms? You know, like, you know, you've got the low astral realms, therefore they're not natural anyway. Uh, they were put could, there, they could, were put yeah. there, yes, to accommodate uh, the choice. The murder, yeah, all the yeah, people, yeah, 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 most of it. Uh, <laughs> but could they actually, like, uh, go up to the spirit worlds for a, well, a certain time? Are they, are they, would they say, no, you're staying here, or are they allowed to go, yeah, I want to go up there for, you know, to look around? Would they be well, allowed to? Um, there is a natural barrier between the realms. It's not a sort of free-for-all. Mm. Um, but on the whole, the really evil people, you see, they're, they're bound. They're, they're trapped there as well. Some people are, are, are trapped. In, in yeah. fact, uh, Dr. King said that a third of all Nazis from the Second World War are entombed in the lower astral realms and will never reincarnate on this planet again. Mm. So that should tell you something. Yeah. So now, they were, you were asking about ghosts, weren't you? Yeah, Lee was, yeah. Yeah. Well, that is, I would say, someone who has got too many attachments and can't escape. They haven't moved on to the realm they should go to. And doing an exorcism, for instance, or sending them energy will help them to move on in their journey. Because you, once you leave the physical plane, you have, you have to go. You, you know, you have to leave it. You can't turn back. It's, you know, you just have to move on to the next stage. And some people don't realize that. And uh, if you have sudden death, for instance, in an accident, some people may not even realize that they're dead. Because, you, you, ret- you know, in some instances, you retain all your faculties. You, um, if you die of, of illness, for instance, and you go into a coma, you'll then wake up on another realm, and that's a different position to someone who had a sudden death and thinks they're still alive. And so, and, and also they're attached to the place that they were living in, which is why some of these old houses, they just don't want to go. And, uh, you know, sometimes they can be vengeful. You know, you get these poltergeists. and uh, But at the end of the day, they all have to move on. Mm. It's but, part of experience. It's a part of the experience cycle. You, where, where do animals fit into all this? Right. Very good question. Animals on the whole are, well, are a lower uh, evolutionary uh, status and they mm. belong to uh, more of a group soul. So they'll go back into perhaps the great pool of, uh, you know, the, the, the group soul, like cats, dogs, and all other animals like that. But individuals, I think, can break away, and then they'll become a higher life form. Like if a, an animal has really served a, a person and really helped the human race in some way, like some of these dogs who will help to, you know, help soldiers in the wars or help the, the blind, I think that karmically, even, even a little soul like that, will have the chance to evolve because everything is about evolution and and expression. They have to learn individuality as opposed to just living by instinct. You see, each 
a cycle has a different lesson to learn. This is something that I've worked out. Animals have to learn attachment to break away from uh, instinct. Mm-hmm. We, where we start, we are we have too many attachments and we have to learn detachment. That is the big lesson we have to learn. And when we have mastered that, not I don't mean being cold, but having this love for all and not being possessive, jealous, angry, and all that. Once we've mastered that that aspect of our path, we then can move on to the next higher path. So it's all about evolution. So, um, so where do obviously, if everyone's hopefully everyone's moving up the levels to the. Yeah. So yes. So where where do the this uh, you know obviously you call it a soul then? Yeah. Where do these new in where do these new souls get introduced and, and and where do they come from? Well, that is a very good question, and uh, I don't think we've been given the full answer. But I mean, there has to be a finite number. Yeah, of and, and unless unless you get to seven and start again. And I think that there must be a higher proportion of individuals on the subtle realms as compared to um, who, you know, the number of souls on the physical plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, I think a lot of people, a lot of individuals are now wanting to reincarnate as much as possible prior to the new age. And so we're getting quite a mixture of people, you know, good and bad, and but it's all experience because their soul is still trying to guide them on the right path. Hmm. Well, you could tell the new age is coming in by the, you know, all the stuff now. You've got these vaccines, the food is poison, you poison your water. They're trying now to, you know, it's it's crazy now. It's, uh, you know, they are trying to stop these waves of people coming in to, you know, make a difference to people's lives. You know, yes, well, how, how, how many vaccines do you see the baby have now until it's oh, yeah, no. 10? So what happens is, you know, if every, if, so you've got all these souls, say you've got all these souls on the earth, let's just say a number just for ease then. Say we had a million souls on the mm. earth, that's, that was all the, the souls that were on the earth for, for instance. And the earth is destroyed. Where do them souls go next to do this, if to do this journey? Is, if the earth is destroyed, well the earth won't be destroyed. But there is another planet within this solar system that will take all the discarnate souls, and it's, uh, it's in the realm of waiting. We haven't got full details about it, other mm-hmm. than the fact that it exists. And uh, there's one theory that it's actually behind the sun, yeah. coming in tandem with the Earth, but it just hasn't been spotted. And I, I, there's sorry, a sorry. professor who actually looked into this, and he thinks that... Uh, it has appeared every now and then, and there's evidence uh, through, you know, uh, scientists looking through their telescopes and have suddenly seen a strange planetary body peeping out from behind the sun, which then disappears again. And it certainly isn't Venus or Mercury. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's, that's you know, I've, I've called it the Freddy Flintstone land. You know, back to caveman. Yes, you know. that's right. We're all going, we're all going back, yeah, back to oh, Freddie Flintstone and you know Barney Rubble and that. Yeah, that's where you're going. Well, sorry, I don't know. Most people go. So yeah, yeah. but Andrew, we're going to start. We're going to start again out in Alison. So I, can I just ask you um, how long you carrying on with our chat? 
Uh, we're pretty much done now, are we? Pretty much, yeah, pretty much done now. Pretty okay. much done now, Alison. Okay. Well, Wendy, so when are you going to put this out? Or, or are you yeah, be doing it in, in segments? No. Oh no, it'll be it'll be one show. It'll be out in one show, Alison, <laughs> all in one go. So yeah, yeah, probably be next um, Saturday, I think. Mm, next yeah. Saturday. So I mean, this would be really go good. This weekend, don't we? so. Yeah, obviously, this would be good maybe to put it, put this podcast onto yours, Alison, so other people can listen to it. Oh. you know, obviously, people can uh, if you want, you put it onto uh, your third sighted podcast. That's it's quite welcome because you know it's uh, you know we we have. Kind of an interest, don't we? So all paranormal stuff. So I'm very you know. impressed. You've got you've got two thousand followers. I, I think that's really great. Are they all yeah. around the world? Yes, you're mostly in America. Mostly in America. Um, Which is what, what, what was the last count Lee, we had of the followers? Oh, that's really yeah, it was good. About two, uh, no, three thousand. No, three thousand now. Um, so it's it goes all around the world, America. Australia, New Zealand, mm. oh, all over the place, don't you? Yeah, we're predominantly, like I say, paranormal, aren't we? But, yeah. But we stray into these other, uh, you know, these realms and stuff every now and again where, or something just comes up in conversation, you know, mm. it's one of the stories that we're doing where you don't quite fit, and that's why I was asking you about ghosts, because, um, you know, I, I'm not sh- quite sure where they fit into this, you know, all this stuff. Cause, uh, <laughs> there is another aspect of that which we didn't touch on, and that's the Devic Kingdom. Yeah, we'll have to get you on next time when you explain that one because, um, me, I mean, I, I've been, oops, I've been, uh, you know, how long have we been in the show now? Over a year now? Yeah. It? And it's, it's kind of grown and grown, and you know what I mean? Uh, but I think this is, uh, what you was saying earlier, Alison, is that we need to get the truth out there. You know, we need to get this information out there. I think it is, if, this is the way now, isn't it? Yeah, if, if one Absolutely. person can get this truth, and just, just one, you know, we've done something, you know, yes. one person. You see, no. the great thing is that all our achievements help the whole. One, you know, every individual helps the, the whole for better or for worse. Mm. So yeah. even if it doesn't seem like we're doing much, we are. We're, we're, we're putting this energy into the mind belt, and that will inspire other people to search for the truth. Absolutely. Well, just um, one more question on the realms before yes. before we let you go. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> There's... Um, You've interested in that, Alison. Yeah, well, it's it's more about this this because uh, I'm I'm from my interpretation of uh, consciousness and, and 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 souls and all this is just energy, you know. I th- and I don't see energy as being good or bad. I just see energy as being yeah, energy. Yeah, well, it's true. Yeah. Okay, so like you know, for instance, say electricity. You know, for example, obviously you've got electricity that could go to a life support machine, yeah, mm. and keep someone alive. You've got electricity that could go to an electric chair and kill somebody. So. But you wouldn't say the electricity is is the problem here. You know, no. it's, it's the you know. It, so the energy is just use, the energy. Use of it. Still there. Yeah, and the use of it. So for that, to that extent, then then the consciousness. You know, if you're a murderer and such like and all this, that surely that's a state of mind rather than um, being like you know a, a physical you know human with a soul and all that. The soul, not necessarily, is there anything to do with your state of mind. So. Well, Where, how, what what makes the decision on uh, who or what makes the decision on where people go when they die? You know, to the lower realms and it's your higher, it's your higher self. Mm. What if someone part of you? What if someone was like, um, you know, some sort of like, um, you know, some you know, massive guru and all the rest of it, but 
you know, be doing like lived in a, like in a monastery on a hill and lived there for all his life and you know never had a chocolate bar, all that. It's really good. He's definitely going to level six, you know, straight away. Boom. Yeah, he thinks that. But, he thinks he does. Yeah. But the day before he dies, yeah, yeah he, he kills someone. Whether it was you know, whether it was an accident or whatever, he just kills somebody. Um, well, it depends on his intent. Yeah. It all does come all right, down well, to he, he wants to kill this person. You know. He says, right, I know I'm on my way out and I don't like this person. He's giving me jip, you know, all the time. He's well. been waving chocolate bars under my nose, whatever. And <laughs> well, let me tell you, I'll tell you something. Mahatma Gandhi was a great uh, Indian sage and he really, he helped to bring about the independence of India. Mm. He, there's a story that, uh, uh, a, a man approached him and he said he, he killed a Muslim. What can he do? Because he had bitter regrets. And Mahatma Gandhi said to him, raise a Muslim child as your own. Uh, so it's a way of balancing karma. If you, mm. if you can acknowledge what you have done wrong, it's a first step. Mm. It's where people refuse to see that they've done so anything they wrong. It makes the lesson harder. Mm. I've had, I'd have a big issue with that with Gandhi because I, I don't believe that children are any religion. No, I don't no, think no, children no. should be any religion. No. But I, I get you have to see it in the context. Of yeah, yeah, I see his, I see his sentiment, right? But, um, so children are children. I, I totally agree with you. Mm. But, I mean, you know, that this war is still going on, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's so-called division. It's just divide and conquer. That's what's mm. going on. I know. So, we have to stop that. It's so, yeah. One of yeah. us is what we want. One so this, this uh, monk that's living in his retreat kills somebody on purpose, right? Last day of his life, he's lived 90 years, he's been good all, all up to that second that he killed that person just before he died. Where does he go and who makes the decision on where he goes? Him. Well, I think, gosh, that's a difficult one to answer. Um, I don't think someone who's a level five would ever be in the karmic position that he has, that he would kill someone. No. Hmm. It, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't happen. Well, what if but, he had, you know, like, because we have illnesses, don't we, like dementia and stuff like that, so. Uh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, if you if you live, you know, if you live 60 years really good and that, the last 10 years you get dementia and start, you know, attacking people and that. Not, you know, because not mm. something you would you would do if well, you, if you had your full faculties. That's, that's maybe being brought about by something else, so. Um, but, mean, but who makes the decision? It's karma uh, as well. It's mm. car- everything, yeah. it all boils down to karma. And, mm. and then, I mean, even if someone, say, who's had a stroke, they can still have, some people can maintain an awareness and other people don't, and yet it's the same illness, if you like. Mm. I, I don't think one can be dogmatic. But, I mean, someone who's advanced, I would say, wouldn't get dementia. Because no. they, they'd be in control of their faculties. Mm. I think we have to do a lot ourselves to progress. It's not going to just fall into our laps. We have to We have to make the effort. Absolutely. You know, yeah, I don't agree effort. with that. And yeah. It's got to be in the right way. And we do the best we can and, and learn and, uh, you know, Try not to make mistakes. I mean, sometimes we're presented with difficult problems. Mm. It's karmic as well. Because, you know, Absolutely. what we've done in the past, and in the end, it all comes home to roost. And that's, mm. but people don't so, realise that. And so they go round and round in circles. It sounds like this, um, it sounds like this, um, the, 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 the way the Egyptians saw it almost, these scales where they balance, you know, they put your, 
put it on, was it your hat? They put it on a scale, don't they? And yes. It, yeah, the feather. Balance the was, feather. Yeah, if the balance is yeah, with a feather, right. you're yeah. all right. So, you, so as long as you've done a lot of good, you know, you can get away with some bad. It's never about getting away with anything because mm. you have to learn. All right, all right, put it another way then. You've done, you've done some bad. Yes. But then you then you do loads of good to make up for it. Does that does that? I, I think that uh, you can really, you can weird. transmute certain mm. negative I'm, karma. I'm obviously yeah. asking for myself here. I just, <laughs> I just want to know where you I'm know. going. Yeah, <laughs> comfort is that? Yeah. <laughs> I think this is where uh, the reincarnation comes in because then obviously you can come back and actually uh, face these issues again and you know uh, you pay do. back the karma and that's what you know. That's why it's so good. Recognize isn't it? it. You have to, you yeah. have to recognize it. And it's easy to say, to say, well, don't feel sorry for yourself. And you know, why is it happening to me? Uh, you know, sooner or later, you know, a lesson can come back. It doesn't necessarily come back in the, in the same way. Or you might have a realization very quickly. Mm. But you will, whatever it is, you will have to make amends. You may have a debt to an individual and some way, uh, some how you have to repay that debt to an individual. You have to learn the lesson what to do, yeah. not to do, and uh, go through the minefield of life. <laughs> yeah, but if you, if, you, if you do the right thing, then uh, I think it makes the, your life path easier in the end. It might quicken your karma so that lessons are suddenly thrust upon you sooner than if you just went through life, you know, mm. without any awareness. But... Uh, that that well, really is all what it's yeah. about. Fascinating. And uh, I think I've learned something today. Yeah. I mean, it's still <laughs> probably as clear as mud, but he <laughs> 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 was sitting, on, I'm, I'm he was sitting on the fence. He's yeah, about yeah. to jump off a bit now, yeah. Alison. So hopefully, uh, you know, it's but you know, hey, this bit thing good about me, Lee. We're, we're doing a podcast. You know, we just you know banter and have a good laugh, don't we? And try and get the truth out there. And this is what it's all about. So yes, that's great. So, uh, yeah, we just need to thank you very much for yeah, coming on. Uh, can you uh, uh, tell us how to get hold of you, um, Alison? Yes. The website and, you know, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, you know. Well, they can email me. You've got my email address. Yeah, I've got your email address, yeah. Yeah, I'll put that in the show description then. Yeah. Yes, certainly. I'll be happy to answer questions and uh, perhaps we'll talk again. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Indeed, yeah. I'm sure we'll get some questions on this. Oh, so. definitely, we're, we're definitely going to get some questions. I think we're going to have you back on, Alison. It'll be a... It'll be a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. We'll Thank see you, you next very week. Much <laughs> next week. <laughs> I think I think you're a star now, Alison. That's it. You know, you could be a. You know, do you want to become a member of the, the, the podcast? So yeah. Lee, yeah. Lee, Lee's intrigued now. So. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, but thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you, Alison. Take care. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.